0: Encore with Shannon Fogarty, arts and entertainment for the Midlands with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities. DeanCroweTheatre dot com.
1: Oh, I love that music! Happy Thursday evening, and welcome to Encore on Midlands One Hundred and Three with Shannon Fogarty. This is the Midlands dedicated arts show, bringing you the absolute best of what's happening in the arts in Leash, Athlone, and Westmead. So here is what I have on the show tonight. A new exhibition coming to the atrium in Mullingar explores art through natural products like peat. Find out why the artist uses this particular material in her pieces in a little bit. This day week in the Dunamaze Arts Centre sees a local woman premiere her new show, Ruining the Act. This will be an incredible performance, so make sure that you get your tickets for this. I'll give you all the details for that in a little while. I went down to Charleville Castle last night to meet with artist Caroline Conway, who will be projecting some of her work on the castle for Shakefest this weekend. So we'll find out everything you need to know about that. And it's an incredible view. So it's definitely something you're going to head down to. And we find out all the Midlands musical societies that were nominated for Ames Awards. So if you have any questions, make sure to send them to me by text or WhatsApp to 083 30 10 103. You can follow us across all our social shows sorry, (laughs) all of our social media channels at Midlands 103. And you can also message me there if you have any questions. Or if you want to be a part of the show, you can email me encore at midlands103.com. To start the show, I was absolutely delighted to have attended the Fiachil na hEireann official launch of its world-acclaimed programme of traditional music, song, dance, and Irish language events. This year's Fiachil takes place from August sixth to fourteenth in Mullingar, where Colteascuil Tori Eireann was founded in nineteen fifty-one. The theme of this year's festival is the homecoming, and it definitely will be, as the Fla is set to welcome over five. 100,000 visitors to Mullingar in August. So this is how the launch went. I am delighted to be down at the official launch of Fyakil Nahar in 2023 in Mullingar tonight and there are a number of incredible speakers. And as well as that, I will get some reactions from attendees tonight. First, here is Joe Kinnair on the theme of this year's FLA and how they are planning to make this year better than last year.
2: The theme of our FLA this year is the Homecoming and the Diaspora. And, you know, people said earlier, how can we make the FLA better? We're going to make it better. And I'll tell you how. We are going to have everyone that was here last year and a lot more.
1: Councillor Angus O'Rourke speaks on how delighted he is that Athlone is included in the festival this year.
3: 1953 saw the flag visit Athlone so 70 years, we're, we're marking that 70 years anniversary with a visit uh, to Athlone and in Athlone we plan to have uh, the air filled with music for three days around the August bank holiday weekend so we thank Coulthus coulthary and indeed the flag committee for, for building Athlone into uh, the calendar of events for this year.
1: Loris O'Moark of Cultus Kultori speaks on the main message on the Fla and the importance of it to our culture.
3: The flag Kjol is the ultimate definition of who we are as a people. 72 years ago, in this town, a very small group of people gathered together, wondering what they might do to save the music of Ireland. So that it wouldn't become a museum piece. But the main message that comes out of the flag, there's no place in our hearts or minds for negativity. We must be positive in everything we do in this country. And there's always challenges with the music and the diaspora abroad, the support that we have, and all these young people who are taken on the mantle at the moment. 72 years later, is in a strong position and are prepared to continue that work into the next century.
1: Eamon O'Harrigan of Cultus Kjöltöri on how Fjákjólnáharrin is about more than just the music.
2: And everywhere you go, people are talking about Mullingar, such a wonderful weekend, a week people had in Mullingar last year, and they're looking forward to the same again this year. So I'd like to come. Congratulations, Joe and Colise and Willie and all the team, the FEC, the FLA committee, and all the subcommittees, who did such a wonderful job last year. I have no doubt the same will be true of this year as well. A lot of people think the FLA is about music, but the FLA is about a lot more than that. The FLA is about the community. The FLA is about the diaspora. The FLA is about families and welcoming people to the town of Mullingar. And I have no doubt next year, When the flower will be in Wexford, the Wexford people will be looking for advice and looking towards Mullingar. And the Fla in 26 and 27, they'll all come back and say, what a wonderful flower there was in Mullingar, and we have to learn from that, so congratulations.
1: Niamh Penrose, who is the treasurer for the Mullingar Flat Executive Committee, is very excited for this year's festival, and here is what she had to say. Yeah, we're
4: very excited
5: for this year's festival, we want to do bigger and better than last year. Lots of people are coming to Mullingar, and it will be the highlight of our year, so we've already had the county flat in... We're heading for the Leinster Plat in Dublin this year and then hopefully on to Mullingar. So yeah, it's great to be involved. my part of this is treasure and I have to try and raise some of those funds that we have to pay for this event so if anyone wants to contact us please get in contact with any of the flag committee.
1: One incredible woman that attended and even sang a song was this year's Rose truly Rachel Duffy who says that this August will be the highlight for Mullingar and how important it is to have an event like this since Covid. Oh,
5: it's brilliant it's so nice to see people back and even like you know the number of people who've turned out this evening is brilliant and I think it's just a sign of things to come this August. My um, Last August was just incredible I think everybody in the Midlands would agree, anyone who was in, in Mullingar, the town, it, the boost it gave us is just huge. Um, you know, I had a great week, I'm sure everyone else did too. Um, but um, you know the work that goes in behind the scenes, like, and it's, it's on days like this where you actually get to see those people, like the Week of the Flav, They'll all be busy bees, you will to see a bit of them. But it's great to have you know um, an event like this where people in the town can see who is behind the scenes and who is putting in the work. Um, so hopefully now August, I'm sure we'll have as good a weather as we did last year, and if you go off without a hitch, but um I have no doubt I've no doubt that it'll be incredible again. So. what are you looking forward to? Uh, just the crack and the atmosphere, everybody does be in such great form, and I think that's the sort of lift that people everybody needs. It's the spirit of it, you know, um, especially. Especially after the pandemic, I think we take these opportunities, you know, we, we, we appreciate them more. Something like we would have um, before COVID, I don't think we realised how lucky we were, we were to have mass gatherings and huge big events like that, whereas now we appreciate it and everybody comes out in their droves, so um, I'm just looking forward to meeting loads of people again. Um, last year was just brilliant.
1: As well as that, here are some of the reactions from the crowd on launch night.
5: Absolutely.
2: I it's going to be as good as
0: last year, it was, it was really fantastic, so am really looking forward
1: to it. I actually volunteered
0: last year, um, yeah, for a number of days, and um, it was just really good, just the atmosphere and uh, the buzz, uh, yeah, it was really nice. In the atmosphere that was here last year,
1: and I hope the weather's as good as it was, because it really just made it last The kids loved it, there was something for everybody. What an incredible launch night here in Mullingar, we are all really looking forward to the flat this August 6th to 14th. To find out more about Fjækjøl Neheren, head over to flækjøl.ie, that is F-L-E-A-D-H-C-H-E-O-I-L.ie for everything you need to know and I can recommend it. it is going to be an incredible week. Coming up after the break, an exhibition called Earth Awake is coming to Mullingar. Find out all you need to know right here on Midlands 103.
0: Encore on Midlands 183, thanks to the Dean Crow Theatre and Art Centre at with a wide range of flexible spaces, expertise and facilities to make your live stage production, corporate event or community function a success. Your theatre, our home. com.
1: You are listening to Shannon Fogarty with Encore on Midlands 103. And the one aspect I absolutely love about art is that you can literally use anything to create a piece of work. So my next guest, Thomasina Early, creates art using no paint, but rather allows nature to be express, expressed through its own palette. Thomasina, thank you so much for coming in this evening. How are you? Great. Thank you, Shannon. Good. So tell me a little bit about your work, because you use things like peat and copper and yeah. ash. How, how is it working with that? And how did that yeah, come about? So
4: I'm, um, all my work is done with um, peat and ash, uh, graphites, all, the, all um, nature. And um, it kind of it's changed. It's, it's changed in the last say six years. Um, I'll go back. Hmm, or will I just talk about actually? Right? No, I'll talk about now. Peach. Um, from the bogs, from the local bogs, Midland bogs, and ash from the fires, and it depends what you burned and gives off different colours, graphites, and then sands. I use sands uh, from the coast of Ireland as well, and. Um, Yeah, and it's just a love of peace, a love of the land. And it all started actually. I moved, I was living in Clare about 10 years ago now, or 10 to 15 years ago. And there was um, a group exhibition and it was called titled Back to Source. So I thought, okay, what can I do here back to source, you know? And um, then I thought, okay, well, back to source. Maybe there was nothing back to source. So I just created one piece with land and soil. and clays and um, turned out really good and I loved it. And I continued from there and by continuing from there, just brought me on um, a journey, a journey of working with barks, working with roots, leaves and even the resin from trees, um, which can be dangerous to work with. And you don't take you always respect nature. You never ever take um, any more than 20 percent of any plant and so it's respect for for nature as well and um then my journey brought me to um I went to Canada and I lived in Quebec and I found myself in a, near in a forest like well it was not too far from a ski hill, you know, but I was more in the woods really and again a hard nature as they call it the roots and all that and um did a lot of things in Canada shows and exhibits and did a lot of commissions and then came home to Ireland. And when I came home to Ireland, um, yeah, land, totally the land. Like, um, yeah, like my heart, nearly. It just opens up to the land, you know, um, just even looking out on the on the hills and the, just the flat land lands of the
1: Midlands, the bogs. And um, yeah. So you have a show coming to the atrium in Mullingar called Earth awake tell yeah. me a little bit about that and what we can expect um earth awake is um it's
4: it's all done in clays and peat and ash and graphite and um, i no longer used all the hard nature they call it so like peats and they would be um there would be like landscapes to um semi-abstract to abstract and um there's a variety there that uh, there would be framed work there, small frame, thirty by thirty, and then um, different colour frame as well, just to shoot, suit other interiors, and then um, unframed work. You know, allowing people to go and choose their own their own frame, and uh, yeah. So yeah. where
1: does the inspiration come from? Is it when you find a piece of of peat, let's say, and then you're like, "This is what I want to do with it," or do you have an idea and you go out and you find the material? Um, it, it's hard to say.
4: Like it's um, well, I'd have the peat. I'd have the peat anyway. Mm. I'd have a. I've had a, I've had buckets of peat and ash. I'd have the whole lot in the studio anyway. And then it's um, I do always do it on panel boards. So I treat the boards with um. You know, they'd have to be primed. That's where I would use the paint. It's prime and everything just to repair. Then depending on what just what I'm being called to do, I, I trust that with my creativity, with my creativity, that it just flows through me. So if if it wants to go linear, it goes linear. If it wants to go more like clouds, lake, uh, gold, silver leaf, copper leaf, it goes that way. Um, So I trust at any given moment what I what I'm to do, you know,
1: Oh, that's fantastic. And I know that you use Instagram as well for a lot of your work. I do. Yeah. Instagram and Facebook.
4: And um, that's where I would actually upload all my pieces. And that's where people can contact me to uh, to purchase pieces as well. Or if people actually like a piece, but it's not the the correct dimensions, it's too big, too small or whatever, or they want it unframed and um, I can actually make up a piece to suit, to suit what they'd like, you know. Okay. And what was what is your Instagram handle? Just so people know that they it's can. It's uh, just Tom Cina Early. So it's uh, Instagram slash Tom Early, and then my Facebook is Tom Cina. No, Tom Cina Early again.
1: Yeah. So it's yeah, just your name. Yeah. So if anyone's looking exactly. on any of the social media channels, it's Thomasina Early. So I guess with um the type of art you do, what sort of challenges and obstacles? Do you face one of
4: the obstacles? Probably. I'm just thinking back when I came back from Canada, um, to Ireland, and um, I was thinking, okay, to do the the things with the roots and leaves and everything. Like in Canada, it was great at a at a big studio, I could dry everything. But here in Ireland, with the weather, the dampness, it's not um, it's not the country to uh to dry. It's more damp. So um. I said no to that straight away. And that's what brought me more
1: on clays and peats. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's fascinating work. How long would it like would a piece of how long would it take you to create a
4: piece? Yeah, no, it's hard. It's hard to put a time on Mm. it. You know, it's always layering, you know, and I always work on two, three at any given time and depending on on different sizes as well. So you can never really say a time. Okay. But I'd always um stay on the on the two or three pieces and not go any away from them, you know. So I'm in that energy. I'm in that piece, you know?
1: Yeah. And yeah. it's very exciting to be able to bring your work to the atrium in Mullingar. So how many pieces are gonna be on display?
4: Um I'd say anything between twenty and thirty. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they're you know, they're lovely, lovely pieces and there's um some have silver, some have copper, gold leaf. And um, some have just the clays themselves. And um, so they and they're so natural. They're so natural that they suit all interiors. And I think even even um, I'd say by even going into the exhibition, going to view it um, just from the past from people actually coming and looking at different things in previous shows, um, I found people just stand and they just look that it nearly go into meditation, you know, because they're so calm.
5: Oh, that's lovely, yeah, it's good
4: energy from them it's, and it's like um you know people go um what you call forest bathing or sea swimming or you know even walking in nature, so by bringing it indoors and um just having a piece in your home and sitting down having a coffee you're you're still associating with it, and the energy of the materials that I use does um it it brings a good frequency in.
1: Yeah. And there's something about nature that, as you said, is very relaxing. Absolutely. So do you think your art captures the Irish landscape? Um,
4: yes, it would. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, like even in my abstract pieces, like, you'd know they were Irish. And I think actually by being on the land, um, it comes true. The Irish landscape comes true by being here in Ireland. Whereas if I was in Quebec and in the forest and stuff in Quebec with the maples and everything and the red, you know, the red barks and stuff, um, they're more, um, they give the energy of Quebec, of Canada, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, even the Native Americans um, like and I would I would have loved I loved all that growing up as well, like Indian, more Indian, you know. (laughs) never into cowboys indians it was more <laughs> indians <laughs> and um yeah and that was the energy you know when you've seen my work back then uh, people actually thought um it was an indian near that creative it because it was very um earthy um uh barks uh feathers i used a lot of feathers like even the smallest feather that was my trademark back then oh. and um whereas now it's it's the peat and it's the gold Okay, And it's the deep, it's just the deep, um, the deepness, the sogginess of the soil. You know, it's the ancestors, it's the frequency. Okay. You know, when you walk into a bog, you just feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, same way as if you walk into a forest, you feel that, whether it's a forest with leaves and airiness and ferns and foxglove, compared to a forest that is marshy and damp and dark. And you get that feeling as well. So it's, it, it's all brought into an art piece.
1: That's amazing. And this will be uh, at the Dunamis Arts Centre on Tuesday, the 30th of May, which is very exciting. So I guess what would be your favourite piece out of the collection that's there? It's probably a very tough question to answer. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't answer that at all. Um, My favourite piece.
4: Oh, my God. No, I'm not going to say it now. It'll be be gone straight away, even though I don't mind. I don't uh, I don't get attached to pieces. Because the way I see this, I'm the tool and it just flows through me, you know. OK. Um, So I don't. Um. It it It's uh, that's just what I'm here to do is express. And that's it. And I'm happy once once everything I create a piece and it never, ever goes. It never, ever goes wrong. I know that's very, you know, a bit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I should say <laughs> of me to say that. But um, every piece that I do, I'm happy with it. Um, and I think just if you um, are patient and uh, just allow it to come true without forcing anything, it, that it does. It just comes true,
1: you know. And I, I know you said to me <coughs> earlier that you do have a background in interior design. So do you think that that's aided you um, with the work that you create, like the pieces you have? Um, <coughs> sorry,
4: excuse me. Um, the interior design... In a way, yes. Like but when I look back at my interior design, um kind of that period in my life, the the design I would I would actually design a house where you design all around for the for the customer, for the people that actually live in the home and I and it was always to make the home peaceful, it was always to make the home comfortable. Like it wasn't about putting in the most modern light shades, light um, fittings mm-hmm. or fixtures or, or kitchens or anything like that, it was more about making it comfortable and what actually suited the person to be comfortable living in it. Because at the end of the day, it is a home. And um, and I think that actually really kind of um, sits side by side with my art. It's all about home, um, like the land is our home. Like we live here, like and, and the house at the time, the interior design, it was the home. So it's, yeah. It's uh, being comfortable, being balanced. And um, if if home is the landscape, it's about being um, comfortable in that with that landscape and it's
1: about being comfortable in your body. OK, that is that is a beautiful way to put it. And I'm very, very excited to see your work in the atrium in Mullingar on the 30th of May. Thomasina, thank you so much for coming yeah, in and joining me. It's you've been absolutely fantastic. Thank, thank you. Thank s- you so much. So Earth Awake, so make sure you head over to the atrium in Mullingar. And if you have any questions or want information, make sure to follow Palmasina Early on Instagram and Facebook. Coming up, a performance to the Dunamis Arts Centre by an incredible local woman. Find out who and what just after this short break on Midlands 103.
0: Encore, in association with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre at Lone, our bright and airy AIB gallery and cozy theatre bar can cater for smaller private events too. Your theatre, our home. com.
1: You are back with Shannon Fogarty on Encore, right here on Midlands 103, and my next guest is bringing a performance to the Dunamaze Arts Centre this day week on June 1st and it is called Ruining the Act and it is a dance performance that both questions and celebrates how we as people perform and I'm very lucky to be joined by choreographer and dance artist Emily Kilkenny Roddy Emily, thank you for coming on the show tonight Oh, thank you so much for having me I was So, ruining the actual premiere at the Dunamaze Arts Centre on the 1st of June, and you are from Port Leash yourself, so how important for you was it to be able to bring this to Leash? Yeah,
6: super important. I I mean, the show was always going to come to Leash first and foremost. Um, The Dunamaze are a super supportive venue, and they're really supportive of local artists. And from the beginning, it was a very much, yes, and what can we do? How can we support this? So, it's just really wonderful for it to be the first venue that it's in but it's also the first stage that I danced on and it was the first stage I saw a contemporary dance piece on it's like kind of a full circle moment bringing it back to leash it this is. is my first full-length work so it's great it's really wonderful
1: it's a it's a very sweet moment to have so ruining the act what is the concept and theme and tell me a little bit more about it um, ruining the act it's
6: in summary, like it's a bit mad and every day, everything it changes slightly in terms of something else comes out. So it's about it. It's a show in a traditional way. It's a really spectacle show, but in the most untraditional way, we're we're trying to play with the concept of what the act is and how we can play with it and ruin it and maybe expose some other elements of it. And as you said, it, it questions and celebrates performance and what that means to the individual, both within the tradi- the traditional performance environment that we work in, but also the social constructs and cultural performances that we all engage with in everyday life. So trying to like expose new ways of thinking about what we're doing on stage, as well as what you guys are doing in the audience. And it's, it's a wild journey of playing with those concepts within the stage space. And how um, was the preparation for this? Um, well, we started um, research in 2019 with a dance bursary. And then this year, I was supported by the Arts Council again to make it into a full-length work, and we started. It's a six-week rehearsal period before we open next week, and it's just about. We have a team of people that we've just expanded, and the concept is not bigger and bigger. Um, but yeah, it's been a pretty intense six weeks of making, rehearsing, cleaning, making the music, everything, making the music sound, stage. It's, it's a big show.
1: And what was the inspiration behind doing this one, and of course, starting it in Leash? And the inspiration came out of um, COVID (laughs) and a lot of things happened.
6: Everyone had time to think during COVID, but I think I was always really fascinated with people watching. And I think we were all doing that a little bit more during COVID when we were just sitting outside, trying to get our outside time, just watching. And I just was interested in the human condition and these kind of performances that we do every day that we might not even notice that we're doing. And then stepping back into the realm of performance after COVID is very much like, wow, this feels like a really bizarre space again. So I think it came from there. And it's just snowballed into this big, magical, mad thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which we were all very excited to see in the Dunham Art Arts Centre on the 1st of June. And I have to say, the one thing that I love about dance is that everyone can take a different perception of it and it's it's the way your body speaks without having to say any words which i think is absolutely beautiful so what do you want the audience to take from your performance um i really want people to
6: genuinely leave with a big smile on their face and like an ability maybe to like reflect on our daily practices and performances on a bigger scale and maybe spark some new ideas of you know our socially constructed idea but of performance but on a, on, a, on a scale I really want people to enjoy themselves like sometimes as you said in, in contemporary dance shows it, they might not be about the audience but this is not one of those shows this is really outward and really for the audience and hopefully really engaging and it's fun and yeah, yeah we're really putting on a, a
1: show it's really, it's
6: really outward so it's really for the audience
1: And how many people will be on stage for this piece? There's four four performers and yes four performers and how long will it run for? It's
6: about a 50-minute to 55-minute piece and we are doing it in Portlaoise next Thursday and then we're bringing it to Dublin the following week.
1: Oh, amazing. That's very exciting. Yeah, really exciting. So with the performance, is there any sort of standout moments in it that you're like, this is, this is it, this is absolutely incredible, this is my favourite <laughs> section?
6: <laughs> it's, it's funny, everyone um, that watches it picks a different place. Um, but at the moment, there's a pretty interesting, I don't want to reveal too much because it is the premiere of the show next week. It hasn't been seen at all, but there's something for everyone in it. And I'd be excited to hear from audiences afterwards what they thought that standout moment was, but it, there's definitely something for everyone in this, that's for sure.
1: And how long have you been dancing and choreographing dances like this? Um, I've been dancing since, for,
6: since forever in
1: some form. Um,
6: And I've been choreographing more so now since 2019. I've been performing for years since I graduated from the university in the UK. But this is my first full length work and it's been really well supported by the Arts Council. So I'm really lucky um, to have their support behind me. Um, But yeah, this is my first full length work. I've done shorter pieces, but not a full near hour piece.
1: And how do you feel about like obviously it's very different to going from shorter pieces to a longer piece? And do you think you've mm-hmm. been nervous, or are you extremely proud of yourself for the work that you've done?
6: <laughs> I'm very lucky with the team I have behind me. They're amazing. The performers that are on stage give everything every single day so I'm really blessed with my team around me I didn't it was nerve wracking at the beginning for sure but we're actually trying to cut now stuff because we have way more material than I, I
1: even thought so I, yeah no it's in a good shape for next week so I guess if there's a lot more material could we be seeing a second one down the road <laughs> this is it ruining the act too or I'll come up the act the better act <laughs> oh I like it actually where did the name come
6: from And um, the name came from this section that you'll actually see within the piece about a really a really silly story about pretending you're doing an act kind of like a spoofer basically a spoofer which we all know people (laughs) that are spoofers and that concept comes from something that you'll see in the show you'll
1: hear it within the show the text actually being said and
6: then it'll be revealed
1: that's very exciting. And if that's not intriguing <laughs> to people to go and get tickets at Dunamaze.ie, that I don't know what is. <laughs> this sounds like an incredible performance. And to be able to do it in your in your hometown is a magical moment. So I can imagine that you'll mm. have family and friends from all over coming down to, to watch it.
6: Mm, for sure, I do. And I do. It's just really exciting as well. None no of my other team members are from Leash. So I'm bringing, you know, all the dancers, sound designer, lighting design. Everyone's coming from different parts of Ireland, but coming from Dublin down to Leash, I think that's really special as well. So showing them the town that I grew up and I'm working in that venue, it's just really, i just really going to be mad at everyone sitting in my kitchen table talking about contemporary dance.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> so sweet. So sweet. Wild. And <laughs> do you think you're you're more nervous for it to premiere here in Leash than you are, let's say, if it was to, to go up to Dublin?
6: Mm, yeah there's there's a different kind of maybe gentle pressure um but I have a great you know support down there I know my mom and dad and my family and all that to come and see it and my friends from Portage, like they're also supportive so I'm excited for them to see it but it is it's funny showing them something that they haven't seen too much of really um yeah yeah different kind of pressure I guess
1: and look, there's pressure with everything. But when it comes to your hometown, it's nice to be able to perform like this. And for you to have the opportunity to do that, I can honestly think it's just an incredible chance and um, sure. very, very excited for everyone to see your performance. So if anyone wants any sort of more information or tickets or anything, or if they want to see previous work that you've done, where can they go?
6: Oh previous work that I've done I mean unfortunately I have to say that social media is probably the best at the moment. Um I, I know it's awful to say, but yeah, um we're we're updating constantly on my Instagram page. i I know, it's awful to say. But um <laughs> yeah, I'm done amazed with loads of information. I'm sure a quick Google might pull up some stuff. I can't promise everything will be good. <laughs> but um Yeah, on social media, on Instagram and Facebook is where I'm keeping everything updated for this show.
1: Brilliant, and what is your Instagram and Facebook handle just so if people, if they are looking, what they can search for?
6: Uh, Well, my name's Emily Kilkenny Roddy and um, my Instagram is Emily K Roddy.
1: Brilliant, so we're very, very excited. So I always ask every single one of my my people that I have on, all of my guests, what is your favorite aspect of dancing?
6: Oh. oh my god we've talked about this a lot in the space and we it changes daily but the real the release is just inexplainable like the loud music full-bodied like euphoric release that you could that dance can give you and i think we can all achieve that we've all had those moments whether at a festival or at a wedding or with your friends or with your family like it just it just feels really good to do and i no matter what day i'm having it always feels really good to do
1: i can honestly say that dancing in my kitchen when i'm cleaning is the best I feeling know. in the world when you're just jumping <laughs> up and down it's yeah so i can honestly agree that no matter what type of dance it is it, it's just such a relief so i can completely understand that and i'm very very excited for your show ruining the act and the dunamis Arts center and very best of luck with the premiere it is going to be absolutely fantastic emily thank you so much for joining me on the show Thank you so much for having me. And we're very excited for it. So if you want to watch this incredible performance, make sure that you go and get your tickets at dundamaze.ie. We are nearly finished. But after the break, I have been chatting to an artist that is going to project her work onto the side of a castle. And also, some incredible musical societies in the Midlands have been nominated for Ames Awards. Stay with me right here on Midlands 103. Midlands
0: 183's Encore with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Live theatre, drama, dance, music, comedy, musical theatre, panto. Your home of entertainment for all.
1: This is the Midlands 103's Encore with Shannon Fogarty and last night I was very lucky to join artist Caroline Conway down at Charleville Castle for her projection test ahead of Shakefest this weekend and here's what she had to say.
7: Caroline Conway and I'm a visual artist.
1: So you're doing the projection piece on Charleville Castle for Shakefest. how do you feel?
7: Well we're doing the tech night tonight so I'm a bit nervous at the moment because <laughs> <laughs> you never, like at the moment there's nothing and like suddenly the magic happens but before the magic's happening it's just blank (laughs) so it's always a really nerve-wracking time
1: and i hear it's the history of the castle that you're projecting onto the castle so uh, did you do the research for this and put it together yourself
7: no i um i like i was talking with terry and she was talking with the trustees and supplying me with lots of stories And as well as the history, it's also about the sort of ethos of what the castle is now and the sort of an emphasis on the events they do, the big volunteering ethos that they have and um, a sort of people's castle.
1: So tell me a little bit about the projection itself and how it works.
7: Well, it's a very big projector. (laughs) We hope it's big enough because the castle's very big. And it's sort of mapped onto the building so that different things the windows and the various features of the building are picked out and then different things happen and it's quite a because it's a festival because Shakespeares is a festival it's quite psychedelic oh,
1: wow. <laughs> and how long does the piece last or how long it's is
7: it? it's about eight minutes and then it plays on a loop
1: on a loop oh, yeah amazing so what's included is it um images and videos of the past or
7: Yeah, there would be like I did a big um, tour around of the amazing architecture inside, and I've used lots of that and um, images from the festivals that are here and references to the history. Um, There's dancing, there's um, musicians in it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds very impressive. So, is this something that you do throughout Ireland?
7: Yeah, yeah. Throughout the sort of I've done things in Leash, awfully um, obviously, uh, um, Longford, Monaghan, Kildare, oh, wow. just sort of all throughout me.
1: Impressive. And we've had to wait till it's very dark for you to be able to do this and make sure that it's, that's all right. And I'm sure it will be absolutely fantastic. Are you looking forward to this weekend?
7: Oh, I am. Yes. Yes. I mean, because it, it's like three years since there was a shake first. Yeah. So it's just like it's it's amazing that we're still, we're still coming out of it.
1: So, how long would it actually take to set up the projection itself and have this ready to go? This evening. Just out of curiosity, how long would it usually take to have it set up?
7: Um, well, it, it like there's a lot of work in making the projection. Like that's like sort of a few weeks' work, mm. and then this setup. Sometimes it can go really well, and you have it done within half an hour. And sometimes it can take a couple of hours. Okay.
1: So we're hoping Which, it'll only be a half hour tonight, for yeah, you. <laughs> it, it sort
7: of. Uh, that's that's quite optimistic. <laughs>
1: It's an absolutely incredible building and I'm very excited to see how the projection comes onto it. And for anyone that's attending the weekend, they have a great show ahead of them. I
7: hope so. Yeah, I really hope so. I think it'll be really exciting. It's a great event. It's a really great location. And it's fantastic that people can go into this building and see the outside of it. And just it's, I mean, it's just such a... The architecture inside is just crazy. It's just a gothic fantasy.
1: Oh, wow. I know. For a building like this, it's just absolutely breathtaking so i'm very excited to get in and check everything out and to attend this weekend
7: and all the work that the trustees have done Mm -hmm. in bringing this building back to life is just really amazing
1: If you haven't got your tickets yet for Shakefest, make sure you do as you don't want to miss this incredible showcase at Charlerville Castle this weekend. I can honestly say that even at the test night, I was blown away by the projection on the castle and just how beautiful and breathtaking it is. And you do have to wait for it to be a little bit dark out, so it will be a little bit later. So we'll have to wait till sunset at the weekend. But trust me, it is worth it. It is absolutely phenomenal. And also, I just want to say a massive congratulations to all all the musical societies in Ireland who have been nominated for the Association of Irish Musical Societies award or the Ames award and i just want to mention some of them that in the midlands that were nominated so the best program in the gilbert section is the tullamore musical society for their M- michael collins a musical drama which i saw and it was absolutely fantastic the best house management in the gilbert section was the portleesh musical society for sunshine on leith and the best technical in the Gilbert section is the Portleash Musical Society for Sunshine on Leith. They did very, very well. The best stage management in the Gilbert section is the Tullamore Musical Society, Michael Collins, a musical drama, stage manager Wayne Handy. Best of luck to him. Best chorus in the Gilbert session, section is Athlone Musical Society for Chess and Tullamore Musical Sci- Society for Michael Collins and Musical Drama, which is very exciting. They've done very well. Best actor in a supporting, supporting role in the Sullivan section is... Patrick Byrne as Rab in Sunshine Unleath and that's the Burr Stage Guild and then best actor in a supporting role in the Gilbert section is Andrew Doherty as Rab in Sunshine Unleath and that's the Portleash Musical Society and Colin Hughes as Joe Emmett in Michael Collins a musical drama in the Tullamore Musical Society which is amazing and over in the Best Female Singer in the Gilbert section is Lucia Evans as Florence in Chess. And that's with the Athlone Musical Society. And then we have the Best Musical Director in the Gilbert section, which is Jer Madden in, in Chess. And that's the Athlone Musical Society. And congratulations to every single nominee in there's... I don't even know how many. There's so many. Um, You can check it out on Facebook, on Ames, or of course, I'm sure all of the Musical Society sites have pieces up. But again, congratulations to all the nominees. And we're very excited to find out how they do, which will be on the 17th of June, 2023, in Killarney. And I have to say, very, very best of luck to look at the Tullamore Musical Society. I was at their opening in the Esker Arts Centre of the Michael Collins and it was just absolutely amazing it was absolutely breathtaking so I wish them and every other Midlands Musical Society the best of luck That is all the time we have for this week. It has gone absolutely fast. I want to thank all of my guests for joining me. They've been incredible as always. And again, if you missed the show or if you want to listen back to anything that any of my guests have said, you can head over to podcast on Midlands 103 where you can listen back to all of the incredible guests that I've had on over the last few weeks. And tomorrow it'll be up. So make sure if you want to tune in again, you do because it's definitely, definitely worth a listen. But... That is it. That's all the time we have for. I'll be back with you next Thursday evening with more of what's happening in the arts in Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. And if you want to get uh, involved with the show, you can email me on courtmidlands103.com or... Follow us across all of our social media channels at Midlands 103. Stay right here as Country Roads is coming up with Pork Divani. Joe is taking a very well deserved break and he is coming up just after the 8 o'clock news. Have a great weekend and I'll be back to chat with you next Thursday.